Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet fucker? This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Okay, looks like it's okay. And the audience is happy. That was an interesting story that happened in New York City there. They had some type of uh, theater presentation that was disrupted. If it's not something over the Middle East, it's over the climate. And if it's not over the climate... Well, it's got something to do with this country. We're the bad guys. Wanted to meet uh, Greta Thornburg, whatever her name is, to ask her about other countries like China and India. Some guy tried to do that recently. It just didn't work. It's always our fault. She's not going to... No one's going to point the finger at people that will, you know, point a, a bazooka back at you. The easiest targets in the world are free societies. They're the ones where, who provide freedom. And with freedom, that breeds opportunity. That's why we have so many people from other, what, what the former president referred to as asshole countries living here and trying to dictate uh, how we should uh, conduct ourselves as a country, both with, with respects to the climate and equity and inclusion and all that other stuff. But the craziness going on right now, and if you heard the story, it was at the top of the hour, it was just moments ago on CBS News. Imagine that, you, you spend, what, $80, $90 to sit in a, in a nice theater somewhere in the theater district, and uh, there's a disruption of people that say that we're not doing enough to save our environment. <clears throat> and then they all corral back in after the curtain was closed for what, what I believe they said half an hour. And someone from the orchestra uh, starts screaming again. These are the people that just, uh, there's mental illness is, is, is awful. It's really, truly awful. And typically uh, someone with mental illness would be, you know, someone who obviously can't take care of themselves, needs to be in institutionalized. Uh, someone who might be talking to themselves or schizophrenic. And, and, and that's very serious business, by the way. I'm not uh, minimizing that by any means. But I truly believe that mental illness is alive and well amongst those who live quite well, who uh, live in big homes, who live in the suburbs, or live in a, a townhouse, or live in a brownstone, for that matter. And uh, they just they feel compelled to do childish things that at the end of the day, no matter what you try, whether or not you're blocking a highway or an exit ramp, or the Manhattan Bridge, uh, it's, it's not going to make a difference. And yet they insist on doing it. Anyway, uh, that was my commentary on the CBS deal. I heard the uh, hotline show today, very, very lively. Uh, some critical uh, uh, callers, but, uh, you know, that happens. I get them myself. Jeff is more expressive these days, that's for darn sure. And uh, the show, as they say, still continues. It's, uh, it's good stuff. So... Uh, I, but I didn't catch all of it, so if I missed something dramatic, by all means, uh, give me a shout. 755-1240 is the number. Uh, the weather was, you know, relatively warm today, despite the fact it was gloomy, overcast, and pretty much raining uh, throughout the entire afternoon. But uh, if you have something exciting to share with me, by all means. So last night, uh, I was sitting here talking about the big debate, 
And, uh, you know, some people, some of my friends didn't realize that, you know, this was a debate amongst uh, two opposing parties, unprecedented. And uh, it was supposed to be a two-hour debate at one point, and Jeff mentioned this today, very good observation, very obvious one in my opinion. Um, it, it, at, at around the 80-minute mark, um, the moderator, Sean Hannity, expressed an interest in going the full two hours, going another 30 minutes. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. They're going to extend this. They went into a commercial break. They came back, and both candidates were gone. No final conclusions, no final comments, no thank yous. It went right to the triptych you know, picture of Hannity and two other uh, pundits from Fox News talking to one another about the debate. Uh, I had an astute friend in my house last night. I said, well, turn it over to MSNBC or CNN to see what their comments are. MSNBC just had normal programming with the Irish guy that hates America, Chris Lawrence, and he wasn't saying anything. In fact, it looked like it was a taped program. It didn't look like it was live at all. I don't know why anyone watches MSNBC anymore. So I switched it over to CNN, and sure enough, they, they had a show on there, this normally scheduled program, but it was live. And it was kind of like similar to what you see on the, on the five, about five people sitting around a desk. And they commented on it until finally that came to an abrupt end when one of the female uh, people of color commented, it's like, well, these two people aren't running for president anyway. I don't know why they did it. Uh, let's get back to more news to why America is horrible. And that was about it. So, you know, uh, I thought uh, Ron DeSantis did exemplary. I thought he was prepared. Uh, I thought uh, uh, Gavin Newsom was exactly what I expected, unprepared, but prepared, of course, to just spread the, the BS from beginning, middle, and end with that chronic smile. And, and not for nothing, not to throw uh, a, council, a council person, excuse me, uh, Cliff only under the, under the bus, but I'm about to, because there was a lot of things that reminded me, because interviewing someone like Cliff is very, very difficult, because you're talking over one another, and Cliff has a tendency to linger or dribble for, you know, beyond the realm of, you know, well, you know, all of a sudden he sounds like Imus in the morning. And so he, I heard a lot of that from Gavin Newsom. But whenever they cut back over to uh, Ron DeSantis, he was uh, calm, cool, and collective. Now, granted, he's in his house. He's in Georgia's, but he, I don't care where they did it. They did it somewhere outside Atlanta. Uh, so in neutral territory, no audience. Uh, but he knew he was on Fox News, and he knew the moderator was a conservative. So that helps. It makes you feel at ease. But at the end of the day, it's it's a discussion between these two guys. And clearly, DeSantis, DeSantis just has a better record to, to, to reflect. It was a much easier job. Gas prices, employment. It was a big thing about COVID. No one's talking about COVID anymore. Didn't matter what you did. If you shut it down, did this, that, or the other thing. People ultimately were going to die. And two, three years later, we discovered that all the, a lot of the statistics uh, that we were that were crammed down our throats during that time period, many of which coming from our former governor was a bunch of BS anyway. So COVID is it, we should might as well just look at that, put an asterisk over those three years, and say this was the worst, weakest time in American history. Unfortunately, we still linger with BLM, and now that's transferred itself right to this whole uh, dispute between what happened on October seventh and what continues to happen in the war in the Middle East. The ceasefire is over, killings proceed. And now Tlaib and all of her uh, followers, many of which are liberal uh, white kids going to college in America, are on her side. So that's where America is right now. It's a shame. It's supposed to be a festive time of year. It is the holidays, uh, 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 in fact. But it's uh, uh, a lot of questionable things happening right now. And I was just going to go to the phones. And just as I did that, it timed out. Whoever that person is, please call me back. I know uh, I, I go on and on and on. But I do have 
a, a segment, at least in the beginning of every show, where at least I set this, the stage, so to speak. So let's go to the phone. Probably Jason anyway. No, it's uh, it's Jeff hey. Graham. Holy mackerel. Jeff, what's happening? Yeah, geez, Graham, come on. You can take a breath there. You exactly. Know? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So what's happening? Oh, so anyway, I'm down waiting for the parade. It starts at 6. I thought it was 5 or something for the lineup, but mm. apparently it's at 6. So I'm on Green Street, and there's a bunch of floats here despite the rain, so I think it's going to come off. Good, good. Green Street, uh, that's way up by the high school, right? Yeah, right next to Case Jr. Right, right. A lot of people there? A lot of floats? Well, I can't really see from where I am, but there's ones in front of me and behind me. I'm uh, So I guess it's it's on. I saw a fire truck from Adams Center and some things like that, so obviously well, they're going to go try to go ahead with it. Well, that's good. See, now this is great because a former mayor, four-term, did you have four or five? Five. Five, sorry. Five-time uh, term mayor, uh, our, our own version of Grover Cleveland, of course, and uh, he's actually a part, uh, participated. Are you are, are you driving your car in this, or are you just an, a, a, a parade watcher, so to speak? No, we've got a float for the pub, Pearl Street Pub in the parade. Oh, nice, nice. So I did hear you. Can you talk politics now, now that, now that it won't start till sure, 6 no. o'clock? So, no problem. Uh, what, what were your thoughts about the debate last night? I heard your comments, but I clearly think Ron DeSantis won last night. Well, you know, I was all set in my recliner, and then I fell asleep, and I woke up about 10 o'clock, and I, I watched the end of it. I thought DeSantis did well. Uh, you know, he had a better set of facts to deal with. Right. I thought Sean Hannity was too much talking. We knew that going Very, in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and he was trying to make, I think, trying to score points for... Uh, for his side, and they all raved about him on Fox in the morning, but I didn't think he was that good. Well, they were raving uh, about him yesterday. Even Newt Gingrich was, you know, they were reminiscing about his career and, you know, his coming of age, and this was a big moment for him. And yeah, I agree. It was the same old I thought Sean it was Hannity. Interesting, you know, Gavin Newsom. I mean, when you're, if you're going to talk gas prices or right, you know, uh, feces on the sidewalk or things like that, I guess he's not going to come across too well. But right, right, right. On the other hand, I mean, there's a he's a good-looking guy and. There's probably some people in the audience who are saying, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind having his baby or something like that. Right, you know right. I mean? Yeah, the shallow people. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of them vote, too, which is which is the reason why we have that bum in the office as it is. Wrong people are voting, Jeff. Uh, they just don't get it. They vote with their with their emotions as opposed now. Hopefully, people will vote with their wallet next year. Now what's what's going to happen uh, in the rest of the way? I, I assume you look at the ones in there. Christie is just going to linger. Yeah, of course, because Robert he's got Swami Democratic is, money. Is, yeah, yeah. Ramaswamy, nobody cares. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Haley's been gaining ground slowly, and she's getting some big money behind her with the Koch brothers. Now. Mm, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then there's uh, DeSantis and, and Trump. I, I don't see any way you stop Trump from getting the nomination. But well, yeah, that's obvious. But but the one thing that we, you know, no one wants. I mean, again, Jeff, you probably uh, agree with me when I say this because I hear your, I I hear your temperament during uh, any given show every day. The question is, will Donald Trump be in jail? <laughs> and will he be on the ballots of many states, including Colorado? Uh, will they force the issue where, where Donald Trump will not or cannot be the nominee next year? Well, I mean, people who carry on about democracy and the J6 are the ones who want to keep us from having the option of voting for somebody. I mean, if he's so bad, he'll lose anyway. That's the way I look at Trump. Right, right, right. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't really... Um, you know, I don't buy any of that argument. I'm just sort of uh, 
you know, looking forward to next year. I don't know. I'd like to see some different candidates. I heard someone say today on your show that, it, you know, well, first of all, I heard someone say that Barack Obama was the, one of the best speakers as a president in our modern time. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I mean, even the Duff Man rec- recently said, like, you know, Obama was on some, you know, uh, panel or on the stage talking. And he's just, he's a boring guy. I, I, I've ne- I was never inspired by his voice, other than the fact that he was the first African-American president. That was inspiring, but he was a bo- bore fest, in my opinion, uh, Jeff. Yeah, probably you look back and you got Reagan and Clinton were the best speakers in our lifetime. Yeah, I, to- I agree with that. And yeah, and um, yeah, and we certainly didn't see much from the Bush family as far as uh, their speaking abilities. Uh, George Santos, um, uh, I mean, my goodness gracious, is Hollywood or Netflix going to do a, a they got to do some type of movie or miniseries on that guy for his last two years? Say what it's you want about weird. him. Yeah. He comes across as kind of weird. Yeah, no, he is weird. Uh, <laughs> He is weird, but on the other hand, I kind of buy into what Stefanik and Tenney said. He hasn't been convicted. I mean, if he were convicted and they voted to expel him, that's one thing. But, you know, either you're innocent until you're proven guilty or not. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the tough part about it. And I know the media was all over these, you know, to get him out of there. Right. I mean, you know, I could care one way or the other. I mean, if. Well, he wasn't helping the, the Republican cause. I mean, there was a lot of accusations. He claimed this, that. His educational uh, resume was wrong. Um, it, I guess the only thing that he, he, he was correct at is that at one point he, he, he was a drag queen. <laughs> so he, he might have been up at our local zoo at some time or another. But everything else he, he pretty much uh, fibbed about. And uh, I, I don't blame the Republicans for voting, uh, at least 100 or so Republicans in the House that voted to, ex- no, uh, to get him out either, of there. But what do you think of all the... I get calls from the same people about the you know the zoo issue, but yeah, um, that poll they did was self-serving and manipulative. Right, I think. good. Yes, um, right. yes, you're right. And it was a push poll and everything. And uh, the rest of it, I, I just don't. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it was. Uh, well, wait a minute. Where that's uh, wait, I, let me ask the question. You're 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 like a. I don't know how to put this. You're like uh, an extra juror in this so-called blue ribbon committee or commission. Have you had any meetings or any discussions yet? First meeting is next Thursday. Okay. And you've been very outspoken about this. Do you think you're going to make it? Do you think uh, they're going to kick you off the the uh, the no man's club? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean. Uh... There's certainly some people don't like to hear alternative viewpoints, and I, and I, I don't consider myself anti-zoo. Well, you've uh, been you've see, outspoken about it. It's working. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, and that's what and, it, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what should happen? I don't think what they're doing now, trying to run to the county to get money or put this poll out, I don't think it you know, serves their interests, and I, I think it's inappropriate before this committee's even met. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what the purpose of the committee is, because they aren't going to have a say on this. Uh, you've got to look at your city council to do something, and they seem to be frozen in amber. They can't do anything. Mm. They get so they get palsy almost if you you know mention that because you know they bring a couple kids into the council chambers to right. you know weep about it. Right. And now all of that. I mean, I, I'm not against having some kind of uh, facility, particularly geared towards younger people, but I don't think. You know, butterflies and a couple of opossums and an elk and uh, no. you know, that kind of stuff. It's been are, proven. Are to, yeah, it's just not enough. Some, something's got to give. And, but unfortunately, to make that work, you're going to have to uh, put up a huge capital expense to, 
you know, I don't know, put in a go-kart track up there. I, I don't know what it, w- what it would entail, but it would definitely uh, require some type of money. So, I don't know. We're, we're good at that, though, Jeff. Uh, other things, on next, uh, next Monday, the 11th, uh, you, you've been outspoken about that. You, you, uh, you basically have been saying we should, uh, the council should not have a, a, a vote on whether or not to, uh, uh, you know, to expel uh, uh, Councilman Cliff only from council. Do you still feel that way? I, I just, for the same reasons, uh, a lesser degree of Santos, what's he guilty of? What did he do? Other than he, he has a sparring match with uh, other council members and the mayor, and he does, his decisions are certainly questionable in, in some people's minds, but he's, you know, there's been no allegation of criminal doing it. This idea that he came out of a meeting and said how he was going to vote on something, who cares? Well, it was an executive session, and apparently, and you know this better than oh. anybody, that, that, that's oh uh, taboo. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, oh, hold on. I, somebody's at my window. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. All righty. Thank you. What was that? Somebody behind me. They honked their horn by mistake. Oh, 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 oh. They just came up to apologize. Uh, um, oh, wow. Good people. Boy, we got great people around. I'm sorry for calling, saying F you to you. I thought you were somebody else. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I, I don't know. Cliff Olney, no. I don't think he should be. I think it's incumbent on the new council and mayor right. uh, to, to try to uh, have some kind of rapprochement. I mean, you know, he's not in the majority anymore. There is no, the gang of three, presumably, is broken up. Right. We don't think that that uh, Councilman-elect Kimball is going to tr- side with... Uh, yeah, but this is on the 11th. This is before the next administration takes over. Right, you've got that going on. you got them musing about a new city manager. Right. And again, three of the... Yeah, no, they don't need any of that. No. They don't need to be doing anything. So I, I made uh, this comparison before, and I know you would appreciate it because you're a student of history. Is this Mayor Jeff Smith's way of trying to make Puerto Rico a 51st state? Is this his last-ditch you know, executive order to, 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 make, you know, to, to, to move uh, only out of there? Well, that I don't, I, I don't know. I, uh, I really don't know. I mean, there's things I had. But, uh, you know, they really got to do something about making a decision on the zoo because it's going to linger as an issue, right. certainly on the talk shows. Uh, they have that whole hydro plant thing, which they've done nothing. Nothing, on. nothing. And that's um, looming. Every year we they, get closer you know, and closer. Yeah. The other stuff, you know, you've got a report out showing pool usage was down 35 this past year. Right. At a time when we're increasing the number of pools by 50%. Right, right. That's a staggering statistic. Of course, some, some would argue that the summer wasn't that hot, Jeff. Does that make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. Interesting. No, it doesn't. I mean, summers come and go, and it was warm towards the end. But uh, remember on Labor Day weekend, the, the pool in the park was closed. was already closed. Down. Yeah, well, and in many cases, it's tough to get college students because they're already in school before Labor Day weekend even happens. And that's the majority of people that would be in a, in a position like that to be a lifeguard. I don't know why, but it seems like college kids are educated enough to save people's lives in a pool. I don't know why it's no, not the other way. Um, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. So many things. Uh, this time last year, Jeff, you weren't around. And, um, you know, a year later, you know, could you, you know, can you reflect you know, the time that, you know, pretty much you weren't part of the community uh, back in uh, December last year? Well, November, December, yeah. No, I wasn't. And, uh, you know, you're kind of a... Uh, in that situation, you're out of it, in in and out of it. You're kind of a you know 
right. whatever, a, a lunatic or something. I guess yeah. You're a little delusional. I think I had more hallucinations than uh, Timothy Leary or something. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's, that, it's, ha- that happens, apparently, you know, when you get that kind of infection or something. Oh, so, I'm sure. But, I'm, yeah. but uh, you know, what amazed me out of it more than the physical part of it was uh, mentally how you can have all those that problem and then it all it's like a puzzle all just some reality just comes back together i feel fine now yeah well first of all yeah you look great uh you you know you're you're getting a better strength uh you you don't have those noodle legs that i thought you would have through atrophy looks like you've done enough physical you know you're definitely getting great uh Great physical therapy over at Innovations on uh, Sherman Street. They're wonderful people over there. That that's good. Yeah. That, that's, well, if they weren't uh, good to you, then you could talk badmouth them on the radio. So they got to be good to you, Jeff. Yeah, and, and getting <laughs> good medical care from uh, folks up here. And uh, yeah. so no, uh, there's a lot of a lot of good things to be said about you. Know, a lot of things you learn from something like that. Right. A lot of good people, and there were helpful people along the way. You see some situations. You know, there were a couple of I don't know. Situations that uh, were detrimental as right. far as yeah, learning. facilities. But, right, right. You expressed uh, as far that. As upstate, mm-hmm. now that type of thing in Summit Village here and Carthage Area Hospital, they did a nice job. Very good. Um, uh, Sarah O'Connor, uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Sarah O'Connor died. At, Sandra, Sandra Day O'Connor. Sandra Day O'Connor, excuse me. Uh, and uh, she was put in by uh, Ronald Reagan. She retired some time ago. So she's lived a good life. Uh, any thoughts on the first female uh, uh, Supreme Court justice? Well, judge? yeah, tremendous contribution. She uh, she got out 17 years ago. So unlike Justice Ginsburg, or some say perhaps should have uh, quit a little earlier, but right. Uh, right. no, what a contribution she made, and uh, you know, quite a intellect and all of that, and uh, certainly a significant part of American history. You know. Yeah, and but Ginsburg stayed longer because the role of, of Supreme Court in America got more important, particularly when it comes to, you know, the, the, the difference. Abortion. Be, abortion, de- clearly. So I see that as, as, as never going to change, although, you know, the one guy did retire under Biden, what, two years ago, but that was, a, well, that was an even exchange. So, But if it's the other way right, around, they're not going to... What's happened, I think, is that... What were you, you know, we used to talk about, you know, it was a 53-47 Senate in favor of one party. Now we talk about the Supreme Court exclusively in terms of a 5-4 or 6-3 right. court. Right. And uh, right. we're not really realizing most cases are unanimous anyway, but, you know, on the, on the contentious issues, it always breaks down the same way now. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's in essence a, a third legis- or a second legislative branch or a third branch, whatever you want to call it. Right. And that's unfortunate. I think you lose something in that. And... Uh, well, I mean, you know, yeah. The courts are, you know, you look at the bastardization of the courts with all of this stuff going on now. Or mm-hmm. Look at that thing with Trump's involved in in Manhattan with Tisha James and yeah. all of that. Right, right. And that right. crazy judge, he's a nut. He is a nut. And uh, they play the music from that show, The Office. And that's what it looks like. It looks like a parody of itself. And uh, apparently he's also very similar to Anthony Weiner. Remember Anthony Weiner showing uh, parts of his Weiner and the rest of his body to young ladies? Uh, apparently this guy has been accused of doing the same thing in some, like, uh, J-Date uh, app or something in New York City. So he thinks very highly of himself. Uh, and I just don't know why, Jeff. Well, I don't either. I think it's unfortunate, and I think all these proceedings are. But, uh, um, you know, and they just keep coming up with people to sue him. I mean... You know, if uh, as we all have learned at some point, uh, unscrupulous and predatory lawyers can cause you a lot of trouble, 
Oh, no, no doubt. Not to mention, uh, she's a state attorney general and she's present or was in all the proceedings. Isn't she supposed to be allowing her staff to do that? And is she is that a colossal waste of time or is she just looking for some photo ops? Photo ops. I, 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 I'm going to go a step further than that. I think, one, she's a moron and she's she's just too dumb to realize that she, she's she's there as a figurehead. Uh, because she's a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party, just like Jean Pierre is, and so many, and for that matter, people in our Supreme Court—they're not qualified to be in there, Jeff. They're in there for other reasons, and I think you you can read between the lines. Uh, we have a bunch of morons running our country right now, and the majority of—and say what you want about George Santos—he's an unfortunate uh, part of the Republican Party, and I'm glad they exp- uh, they uh, through expulsion votes today took him out of the office. But for the most part, the craziest people running our judicial system. The Senate and, and Chuck Schumer, and you got guys like Jerry Nadler and that creep uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff out there in California. We have qu- conceivably uh, the strangest, weirdest people running our government these days, and it's very well, what sad. What about the lady with the cowboy hat from Florida? You know, you've talked about her over the years. I haven't heard about. I know during COVID, she didn't even show up for teleconferences. You know, you, you, you got you got, and then the other woman, I believe from New York or maybe D.C. area, she's she's a, a congresswoman, and she obviously didn't know the scale of how taxes work when it comes to a lower, middle, and upper and uh, rich class in terms of you know what percentages and so forth. And it, it, she did it on camera. It's just again, we just have ignorant people that are in charge, and uh, the squad, Talib. They're not there for their constituents, Jeff. They're there because they have a seat at the table, the most important table in the country. And uh, whatever agenda they want, in Tlaib's case, it's obviously the Mideast and the Palestinian conflict. That's what they're there for, and that's why they're heralded. And unfortunately, that's why they win by large margins every 24 months. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Well, we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, we have our... uh Two Congress members from this county. Uh, we're lucky to have them, I guess. Well, one more thing before, because I know the concert. Uh, check that. The parade starts. Uh, Jeff Graham's going to be in the parade today. He's on Green Street, and that starts at six o'clock. By the time Jeff gets down to Public Square, more than likely it's going to be around six thirty, six thirty-five, somewhere thereabouts. It's just a guess. Well, uh, they've got a laser show down by City Hall. It's going to be nice. Oh, really? And there's a uh, tree lighting, of course, on the square. Nice. So really, it's a nice night of activities, and you know that's what they make umbrellas for. So yes, that, exactly. So all right. So uh, just real quick, how many people are behind you, in front of you? How many floats, for the lack of a better word, how many exhibitors will be in this parade? Well, how long? Probably four or five vehicles in front of me, but I got here early. I can't. I can't see behind me because there's like a tractor trailer behind me, a big thing. But mm-hmm. I imagine it's quite a few people. Um. I think it'll be a nice parade. Um, you know, like I said, uh, take an umbrella, or that's what they make trash bags for, isn't it? You right, exactly. It yeah. Right, exactly. Right. And, and it uh, keeps, yeah, to, uh, or like you said, an umbrella works. Well, Jeff Graham, thanks for the call. This, uh, on a Friday, very enlightening. Uh, this is uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, no, anytime. So uh, one day, uh, you know, we should we should do, oh. maybe make this a Friday deal. Are you ever going to have your sports talk back uh, on the air again, like you did with the guy from the Watertown? You Taylor know, Times? I really should. Uh, Rich, Rich did a nice job. Yeah. I thought it was very enlightening too. So right. Uh, right. I got to give him a call. It's been a while since I've talked to him. So yeah, and Jim would like that. It's good relations with another media outlet. That, that works. Yeah. Well, excellent. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. That's uh, former mayor and hotline uh, host Jeff Graham. You know him very well.
All right, this gives me an opportunity to showcase our sponsors, which we'll do right now. You're listening to the Live at Five show. It's about uh, <clears throat> 24 minutes before the hour. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is low. The roof people who always call you back. All right, so the, for the people listening on, on Facebook, just bear in mind, I'm trying to figure out what that tone is. It, it pops up every 15 seconds. It's not heard on the air. It's not heard through the uh, streaming app that we have going over the internet. It's just happening from that computer that I'm looking at right now that doesn't matter to you, but nonetheless, that's how it's happening. I thought it was something that could be fixed, but nonetheless, thank you for your patience. All right, so uh, something I saw earlier today that's on News Junkie, NBC News. I don't know this woman. She looks familiar, but I tell you what, when it comes to bravery, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of guts to say what this woman says. Her name is Juliana Margulis. Uh, she is an actress. She plays on the morning show. She a character on the morning show. Didn't I never heard of it? Also shared outrage. This is what I'm about to talk about at black and queer communities for supporting Palestinians. I know it's a local show, but I I think when, whenever you hear someone actually speak the truth or have the guts to speak out. Because it's so outrageous, and, so, and too many people look the other way, and, oh, no, this is just a phase, we'll get over this. No, this is getting worse, much worse. And thank God it's not summer. But during a podcast interview on the war between Israel and Hamas, actor Juliana Margolis uh, asserted that black people should be completely supporting Israel, but have been brainwashed to hate Jews, she says. I say that verbatim. The claims uh, that are just going viral were delivered on November 21st, so it's been a while a podcast described as humorous. Well, that's not too much humorous, humor there. Margulis, whatever, who is also Jewish, uh, it should be mandatory watching, especially for the black community, in order to find out exactly the history of Israel and the Jews. She's the star of The Good Wife. I, actually, I do know this woman. She's, I, the picture here doesn't, isn't very good. Uh, and my brother actually met her when he was an aspiring actor back in the 80s. Uh, they were in a... Um, an acting class together. Anyway, uh, the good wife on CBS, blah, blah, blah. So you know who she is. Uh, and she says, the Nazis were watching how the Jim Crow South were treating slaves and said, oh, great call. Let's do that playbook. Hmm, that's, that's a courageous thing to say. I don't know if that's necessarily true. But I, I, I think that's, I mean, at this point, by, by the way, what she's saying is toxic for her future. You would think it would be the other way around since so many people in her community, are, for the most part, are, are in power in entertainment, but something like this, they would shy away from her because it's easy to Google someone and say, oh, you, you, you agree with genocide. I truly believe that someone is going to pay the price here. I don't know who. I hope it doesn't happen. There was a Jewish fellow that apparently died a couple weeks back when someone hit him over the head with a bullhorn. He fell to the, to the concrete and bled to death. And there's other reports here and there of students having to barricade themselves behind some door. I won't labor on this. It's not a local issue. I get it. In fact, Jeff called in earlier about the parade, but it it, it talks about the fat the, the new way of life. Uh, you heard earlier about the people, uh, you know, protesting inside an actual theater uh, performance. Some orchestra was doing their holiday greetings thing, blah blah blah, da, 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 and then everyone's yelling about we're destroying the world. They had to shut it down twice. We have a bunch of babies out there. We truly do. A lot of Karens. We talked yesterday about that uh, podcaster getting down on the nine-year-old boy for wearing a headdress and, and black and red paint on his face. That kid's a new hero right now. Not to mention he's a cute kid. 
There's no doubt about it. So not that guy will see any type of monetary or you know anything you know as far as, uh, as uh, lawsuits. It's it's clearly slander. We've seen it before. Hopefully, it will happen again to him. Seven five five twelve forty is the number. Seven five five twelve forty. I can't remember the last time I went to the uh, to the parade. It's it's not a, typically it's it, I, I granted it's not the greatest it's not the most ideal weather for uh, any parade especially our own parade, but typically it's a lot colder and windier than this so it could be worse. So that's going to be starting from the high school going down. They changed the route what I don't know, what two three years ago. I remember a couple years back, I wasn't here at the time, but I remembered uh, it was it was very confusing. They were coming up uh, the opposite direction of Court Street, coming from that parking lot behind where Steve Bradley is, and that's where it originated from. And then it would go to uh, the American Corner, and I thought that was problematic because traffic was still coming uh, from the uh, how do I do this from the west going through Public Square and Arsenal Street. And I often thought, geez, if someone really didn't know what they were doing, especially at night. That could have been disastrous. So I'm glad they took care of that. But uh, nonetheless, you know, be on the lookout. Obviously, if you're on Washington Street or anywhere near Public Square now or certainly in the next 90 minutes, because it's, uh, it's going to be, well, it's not going to be the normal stuff. And for a Friday, this time of year, um, that could be troublesome. 755-1240 is the number. What else happened? Okay, so we talked about, anybody want to talk about the debate? I thought that would be a, a discussion for today. I know these guys aren't running for president, but it's possible I mentioned it to Joe, uh, to Jeff earlier that if Trump's not there, if he's in a jail cell, uh, he's not going anywhere. Or for that matter, if states like Colorado take him off the ballot altogether, um, you know, the, the Republicans might be forced to make a decision. I don't know anything happening between now and Election Day 2024 will be for the ages. It will be unprecedented. Pardon the pun. A lot of crazy stuff's going to happen. And it didn't help. Uh, with this latest issue uh, with respects to uh, the Hamas-Israeli uh, issue. But what's interesting, and I, and I talked to a couple of clients about this recently, if, if the left, who essentially you know, dictates the message, if they really wanted to kind of like, I, I guess you can say, defray the attention towards themselves, and by that I mean you know, all these protests that you're seeing, uh, stop, you know, uh, a ceasefire now, uh, uh, Jews, uh, Israel is are the oppressors. Uh, they're, they're, they're the Zionists. They're the occupiers. All these words, of course, that mean nothing other than the fact that they hate people that look like us. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the Jewish people. I wonder if people are going to start realizing, at least in the media, by saying, hey, you know what? You know who's a bigger supporter of Israel, more so than President Biden, and for that matter, the Democratic Party? It's Donald Trump. Donald Trump is buddies uh, with Netanyahu, and uh, he will do hand to support Israel. He is a huge supporter of Israel. In fact, he was the guy that brokered the deal to make Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Other presidents said they would. They didn't care. They never did anything about it. They probably thought it was just not necessary or would take too much time. Donald Trump did it. I don't know if Donald Trump has a you know golf club in somewhere in, in Tel Aviv. Wouldn't surprise me. But he is clearly a big supporter of Israel, and well, he should. But I wonder if, if the press or the media could say, hey, you think you, you, you don't like how uh, President Biden's handling this. Just imagine if Donald Trump were president right now. I wonder if they could use that tactic. But really, it's a double-edged sword for them, because if they do, it would, it would, li- it, it would kind of like you know, make them admit that Donald Trump could perhaps be president again. 
I think at this point, you, you might as well do something because I, I see a lot of comments online, people going up to, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Palestinians and asking them, who did you vote for in 2002? I voted for Biden. Who are you vote? Are you going to vote? They don't ask who are you going to vote for next year? Because, you know, even the media, they, they know that's a, that's, a, that's a loaded question. But instead, they ask them a very a more simplified question. Will you vote for him again? And they obviously, no! That's when the, the reporters got to say, well, you know, here's a picture. Look at this. These guys are golfing together. That's Netanyahu and the former president. They are the great Satan. I'm not voting for him either. So whatever. I mean, again, I'm just thinking on behalf of the Democrats because there's such a mess. And, and clearly Gavin Newsom you know, illustrated that last night with his smiles, his perpetual capped teeth. His hair is always in place. And he's got that, that deep you know, California tan. But the big moment last night, and it's all over the Internet today, is when Ron DeSantis was saying, you know, I had this guy come up to me. He says, I'm from California. So you just thought this would be just a benign story about how some guy and his family traveled all the way from California, went across the entire continental United States and decided to settle in Florida. Well, this guy said, I like it here. There's more freedoms. The government uh, lets you do what you want to do. They seem like they're, they're, you know, they're laissez-faire. I don't know. I'm not saying it verbatim by any means. But he was clearly indicating that he enjoyed the move from California to Florida. And and who was that? It was Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. That's a big, big moment. And I think DeSantis had a lot of other times, too, where he just sat there with a big, big smile on his face. You know, he's a military guy. Uh, he, he talked about, you know, the, the, and, and at the end, Hannity said, what's the, what's the good thing about the state of California? And DeSantis used that opportunity to remind people that he was in the Navy. So he was based there in that uh, place, uh, whatever base that is in, in San Diego. And he talked very highly about that. So, so not only can you boast about California, which, by the way, is a very nice state. It's probably the most beautiful state, but it's run by a bunch of bozos. And he can also boast about his military experience at the same time. So when I hear people today, I, I ran into a couple of people. I asked them, what were your thoughts? Who won? I even asked my brother last night uh, by way of text. And um, he, he was wishy-washy about it. I'm, I, to me, it was very conclusive. Uh, DeSantis clearly won that. So whether or not either one of these guys will be running for president by proxy now or later, um, both represented uh, their, 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 uh, their respective parties very well. We expected some good concrete stuff from DeSantis about low cost of living, gas, no taxes, so forth, the freedom state. And we learned a lot of crazy lies uh, from the other guys. So both guys really fit uh, the, 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 the model, if you will, for their respective parties. All right, so no one's calling in. Let's do our last and final break of this wonderful Friday afternoon show, otherwise known as the Live at Five show. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Anthony DiMasselli at Drive America. The holidays are fine. is an equal opportunity employer. All right, so we've got nine minutes left. If you want to, uh, I'm going to take the, the phone call challenge. If you want to be the last caller, not only of the day, but the final call, or maybe, of the, of the week. So let's see. Someone's on the line right now. Hi, you're in the air. So I'm glad that you finally opened the lines again. Thanks. Yeah. Well, they were open all along. What's the matter with you? Anyway. I'm just saying, like, you seem to go on and on and on forever. Uh, It's Donnie calling in from California. So what's going on, Donnie? So you're talking about the debate last night. Who really won that? I don't think either one of them did. Oh, why? Because they don't agree that the earth is flat? Well, um, well, well, there's that. But. Right. Yeah. 
think about it. Nobody cares about those two. Well, it was an opportunity to see at least opponents on both sides of the political coin. And uh, I thought for that reason alone, you know, two two guys representing huge states, the largest in the union, and the other guy is the third largest in the union. Uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, it was on polar sides of the political uh, yeah, spectrum. Newsom's a Democrat, right? What's that? Newsom is very much a Democrat, yes. So then why is he even running then if he's, if Biden's supposed to be running? Well, you know the word proxy. It's, it's almost like uh, it's, it's, it's in disguise. I can't say disguise, whatever. But the thing is, our president is 81 years old and he has the cognitive uh, ability right now because of his, uh, because of his dementia. Uh, he really has the brain capacity of like an 88, 89-year-old man. He should not be in power. In fact, he isn't in power. Barack Obama, along with Susan Rice and Valerie Jarrett, are running the country right now, along with uh, Chuck Schumer, the DOJ, and uh, to a large part, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi. So by that, the Democrats need someone in the bullpen. You know baseball, right, Donnie? So they need someone in reserve just in case. They can't have a spinoff. They will not have a, a, Demo- a primary uh, uh, amongst other candidates for, uh, in the Democratic Party. So they're just going to you know, kind of keep one guy out there. And Gavin Newsom's the guy. I can't explain well, it any better than that. That's a poor choice anyway, I guess. You, see, you know, it's funny you should say that, Donnie, because the talent pool all over the place, including politics, is at an all-time low. But if you look at the Democratic Party, and it's same, you can say the same about the Republican Party, it's, it's pretty thin pickings, uh, Donnie. Uh, so, you know, a guy like that is as progressive as he is. He fits the bill. He's young. He's good-looking. At the end of the day... Uh, most, you know, uh, women decide who's the president anyway, so, so they're, they're going to lean in that direction. Go ahead. What do you think about Kennedy? Uh, what do I think about JFK or, or, J- or RFK Jr.? No, no, RFK, yeah. Yeah, I, I like him, but he, he can't communicate with the country. Uh, millennials uh, will just pick on him for being a frogman, and there's no possible chance in hell that the Democrats will support him. So, no, he's not running. He can't run. So then who, you, who do you say is going to win then? Well, I'm going to say, I don't know who's going to win, Donnie, but I, I will say this. It's going to be the Democratic Party will win. They will, they will grab a – and I, that pisses a lot of people off, two in particular, and I get it. But what happened in 2020 will ultimately happen in 2024. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if it's going to be an after-midnight scenario, but they will find a way – to make sure yeah, the that they maintain power. I called in a few months ago that talked about the Biden enacting the war powers or whatever. Right, right. And then there's not going to be an election. Right. I mean, it's pretty ripe for the U.S. to declare war on somebody, don't you agree? Well, yeah, the, the environment. And, and don't forget also this new pneumonia. And you're out in West Coast, and I think it's, it's spreading out there quicker than it is here. You know what's funny? That's the first time I, I've ever even heard about it. Yeah. And I, this is what I've been noticing. I've been seeing people with masks yeah. a lot. Yeah, because, because of the news. But the thing yeah. is, is I don't watch television. I don't pay attention to, like, I mean, I do check News Junkie still. You know, I check News Junkie and stuff, but I don't really pay attention to all that stuff. Well, uh, obviously, because no Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. That's spreading its, yeah. First off, it's only spreading through the media. Yeah. No, I know, but here's my point. It's um, the the the, the, the 
the nation's tail is being wagged by the Democratic Party. I don't know if I said that correctly, but they are clearly in charge of the Department of Justice. They have the FBI. They have the whole beltway in D.C. Plus, they have media. they got guys like Mark Zuckerberg. They have a lot of people on their side, uh, Donnie, and, and they despise Elon Musk. And Elon Musk said, uh, screw you to, uh, to all the other advertisers pulling their, their revenue off his platform there. Go F yourself. God bless this man, hey, but I worry about him. Do you think we're going to have another housing bubble in the spring? I don't know about any housing bubble. At this point, we don't have, the average person coming out of college has to worry about you know, uh, uh, you know, paying back over $250,000 in debt. And on top of that, once they get into the housing market, they got to look at buying a house with two, barely two bedrooms and a bath for no less than five hundred grand. Not to get too personal, but when you moved up here and you bought your house, yeah, I mean, what you know, like, what was that price versus what it's worth now? Okay, I, I could tell you that. Well, first of all, before Fort Drum, the average house uh, sale, and, I, and I'm and I'm just guesstimating this, Donnie, uh, in 1984. Uh, in Watertown, New York, the average house uh, sale was probably in the area of around thirty-seven thousand uh, wow. dollars. When, when, when Fort Drum was was expanded, and when the announcement came, I believe, if I remember, Matt Doheny, it was September eleventh, nineteen eighty-five, and then in the ensuing years after that, the growth that that thirty-seven thousand dollar average in the late eighties, early nineties went up to probably sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars, and then uh, after the bubble in oh eight oh nine. Uh, the, 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 the housing had gone up considerably after 9-11. Uh, but right now, the average cost of a house in Watertown, which used to be 37000 in 1984, is probably in the area of about $147,000 now. Yeah, you're right. It's way up there. And that's cheap. And how can, you know, back then... Twenty dollars was, you know, you got several bags of groceries for that. Right. I bought, you know a, I, mean? I, bought I went to Piggly Wiggly the other day. And I, I got two gallons of, of uh, ice cream, which is like five, six dollars for one, you know, uh, you know, tub. Uh, and I got a bag of my favorite sun chips, got some bread and a rice and a couple other things. Forty seven dollars with tax. Forty seven dollars. Yeah, I, I think I think the bubble is about to burst. And I'm, I'm predicting sometime next year, maybe spring. Who knows? But it's going to burst again like it did in 08. Well, it can't burst before the election because the Democrats won't well, let that happen. I thought about that, but it would be a good thing. They haven't uh, increased uh, 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 the, uh, the, um, um, the interest rates, and that's why uh, Wall Street is jumping up and down. Uh, by the way, if you've noticed, Wall Street's off the charts in the last couple of weeks, so that's not a problem. But uh, Janet Yellen will not, repeat, will not allow the economy to slip before election day 2024 they got to buy people out before we lose it after that so after the elections go in so their favor again if trump gets in right so they'll wait till january if he wins and then crash it then no i, I again i i think something's going to happen where trump won't be able to run i don't know what but uh that this script is being yeah, written as I we mean, speak it, it, this that whole Trump situation is crazy, but uh, oh my God! But Donnie, you're out in California. You're having the time of your life. Apparently, you're getting laid. What do you care about what's going on in the world? You're having the you 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 got the life of Riley now. I care about what's going. On. It affects me just like it affects you. All <clears throat> that's, right, that's like true. it, it kind of matters. Like what the heck is going on, and what country we're sending bombs to and right. all that stuff. No, I know, like, but yeah, you that just... kind of matters. It does matter, but you have a good beginning and uh, a good life. But listen, I gotta go because at the end of our show, we're at 6 o'clock. Alright, thanks. Alright, thanks. Right. So that was Donnie. And uh, anyway, I'll just be real quick. 
All right, real quick. Last seconds. Holy Jesus, you got two lines. Man. All right, all right, I got that, that uh, debate was a that debate was a mess. Uh, they should have shut off the microphone. No, of course. I talked to you. I talked to you. All right, so it doesn't make any sense. That was SG. AM twelve forty WHN. What time makes this legal? Up next, CBS. Have a great weekend. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King. If George Santos expected overwhelming GOP support, he was, as they say, sadly mistaken. 105 of his fellow Republicans voted with 206 Democrats to expel him from Congress after a House ethics report said evidence of criminal activity was 